Matthew 16, verse 21 to 23, and Jesus is spending time with his disciples, teaching them and speaking into their lives. And it says, from, from that time on, Jesus began to explain to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things at the hands of the elders, the chief priests, and the teachers of the law, and that he must be killed and on the third day be raised to life. Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Never, Lord, he said, this shall never happen to you. Jesus turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me. You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns. Ouch, what a rebuke for Peter there in that moment. I don't know about you, but I feel for Peter sometimes. It's like, you know, his failures are there 2,000 years for us later to talk about. But I thank God too for Peter because I can learn some lessons from him. You know, I think throughout our lives we have battles we all face. Battles externally to us, things that we have to overcome, challenges, trials in life. There are, there's many things and obstacles that we have to work through in our lives. And life isn't just a, a cakewalk, but we face challenges and, and battles in our lives. But I think the greatest battles we fight sometimes are the ones inside. The internal battles, the, the things that we struggle with and we have to work through in our lives to, to overcome, to grow in ourselves, that we might not stay in the same place. And, and I want to talk today about a battle within, or is this battle that I think we each face every day, is our battle for ourselves and our battle for our concern for others. You know, as in a marriage, it's this constant thing, am I just looking out for myself or am I being considerate of my wife? Each and every day, or you know, as a father, am I looking out for my kids, or am I just concerned about what matters to me in my workplace? Am I looking out for myself, or am I thinking about others? In every day, and there's this battle. It's like, where is my focus? Where is my concern? And, you know, Jesus even takes us a step further, and here he challenges Peter. He says, "You do not have in mind the concerns of God, but merely human concerns." See, I don't want to get focused just on human concerns. I don't want to miss the big picture in life. Jesus was so frustrated at Peter. He's like, you're just thinking about yourself and what you want to happen, not about what I want to happen. You know, Jonah talked about it before, about how Mary and Martha, Mary is concerned about just being with Jesus and, and loving him and, and being concerned about what mattered to him, not what just mattered to, to Martha. Martha was just worried about the work and doing what needs to be done, thinking about what she thinks needs to happen, but we need to be concerned about what God needs to happen. So here's my question to you today. What concerns you? What burdens you? In life, every day we have concerns, we have burdens, we have challenges, we have trials, and it's like there's this battle within us of two kingdoms. My kingdom of what I think needs to happen and what I'm concerned about and God's kingdom. And there's this battle of two kingdoms, myself or what God wants to happen. So what kingdom is going to win out in your life? If you look up the definition of concern, it says it's a matter of interest or importance to someone or to have specific relationship with or responsibility for, a cause of anxiety 
or worry. We each have concerns, and I don't want to diminish our concerns. Jesus doesn't want to diminish our concerns, and I'll show you how that works in just a few moments. But there are things that are of interest and importance to us. We can't diminish those things, but we need to think about what is of interest and importance to Jesus. What is, what is he responsible for that we need to be concerned about? Are we focused on human concerns or kingdom concerns? This battle of two kingdoms, myself, my kingdom, or God's kingdom? You know, it's a battle between my plans and his purpose, my desires, what I want to happen, and his duty, my motives and his mission. So which kingdom is going to win out in our lives? Are we going to just build our kingdom or are we going to live for his kingdom and his concerns? So what are kingdom concerns? What are the things that Jesus is concerned about? Well, I want to encourage you, read through the Gospels and you'll find out. See how Jesus interacted with people. See the things that he saw and that he, he dealt with. How he healed the sick. How he how he came around and reached out to the rejected, how he cared for those in need. You see the heart of Jesus as you read through the Gospels, see how he lived his life. But there's a few scriptures which I think sum up so nicely the concerns of the kingdom. If you look in Luke 4, verse 18 and 19, Jesus is in the temple and he opens the scroll and he reads this passage. He says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. What concerns Jesus? What is a kingdom concern? He's concerned about the good news being preached to the poor. He's concerned that the captives be set free, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free. These are kingdom concerns. Matthew 25, verse 34 to 36, and Jesus is telling this, this parable. He says, The king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the creation of the world. For I was hungry, and you fed me. I was thirsty, and you gave me a drink. I was a stranger, and you invited me into your home. I was naked, and you gave me clothing. I was sick, and you cared for me. I was in prison. And you visited me. Kingdom concerns the hungry, the thirsty, the stranger, the vulnerable, those in prison, those who are sick. These are kingdom concerns for the oppressed, that the good news would be preached to the poor. These are kingdom concerns. Matthew 28, verse 18 to 20, Jesus came and told his disciples, I've been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey the commands I have given you and be sure of this, I'm with you always to the ends of the age. Kingdom concerns that the gospel be preached to everyone, everywhere that the good news would go out to the poor, that the oppressed would be set free, that the hungry would be fed, that the thirsty would receive water. These are kingdom concerns. So are they my concerns? Or am I focused on what matters to me? Is this battle within? Because we have big challenges to face, each of us. 
Every day, day in, day out, we have concerns, we have burdens, we have challenges. And so how do we weigh up this battle between two kingdoms? You know, Peter, here he is, he knew all of this. He spent many years with Jesus, walking with him, seeing how he dealt with people, seeing how he cared for people, and yet he still missed the mark. You know, I think it's amazing here. God has this amazing plan and purpose, and he entrusts it to us. We'll make mistakes. We're not perfect. But I pray that we could get it right. I pray that we could put our concerns aside for a moment and put our focus on his concerns. Not just merely live for what matters to us, but live for a greater purpose and a greater cause. So how do we avoid just getting consumed by our own concerns and really focusing our lives on kingdom concerns? Well, firstly, and it's pretty simple today, but firstly, I think we just need to pray. Jesus taught us how to pray. Matthew 6 Verse 9 to 13, this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. You know, if we were to spend every day praying, your kingdom come, your will be done, they might change something in our hearts, wouldn't you agree? That if we'd spent time in prayer not praying, God, let my kingdom come and let my will be done. But if we choose instead to turn our focus and say, God, your kingdom come, your will be done. That's not to diminish our concerns, but to just take our focus for a moment and focus on what matters to him. A.W. Tozer in his devotional, My Utmost for His Highest, he says this, Beware of thinking that intercessory prayer means bringing our own personal sympathies and concerns into the presence of God and then demanding that He do whatever we ask. Our ability to approach God is due entirely to the vicarious or substitutionary identification of our Lord with sin. We have boldness to enter the holiness by the blood of Jesus. We do not identify ourselves with God's interest and concerns for others, and we get irritated with Him. It's like, God, why aren't you doing things my way? And yet we are always ready with our own ideas, and our intercession becomes the only glorification of our own natural sympathies. We have to realize that identification of Jesus with sin means a radical change of all our sympathies and interests. It's a powerful quote. That we come and we bring our concerns, God, and we get so frustrated, God, why are you doing things my way? But instead, we should be praying, your kingdom come, your will be done. And this is a challenge because we see our problems and our challenges and our concerns and they seem so big. But yet to say, God, your kingdom come, your will be done. How often do you spend time praying for the needs of others? We often spend time praying for our needs. God, help me. Help me. And we need help. And that's a good prayer to pray. Help me. But when we pray for others, it takes our focus off our kingdom, the kingdom of self, and on his kingdom. When we pray for those that we're supporting around the world, those who are, are reaching out, who are in some dark and dire places and yet shining a light for Jesus, 
It helps take the focus of our kingdom and onto his kingdom. Pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. We spent time earlier this year as we fasted to pray for the nations. Let's continue to make that a practice in our daily lives because it helps us take our focus on my kingdom, my challenges, my concerns, and onto his kingdom and his concerns. So let's pray day in and day out, your kingdom come, your will be done. Secondly, we need to give. And I'm so thankful, as I said, we are part of such a generous church. But as you give, it changes something in your life. Jesus talked about this in Luke 12, verse 33 to 34. Sell your possessions and give to those in need. This will store up treasure for you in heaven. And the purses of heaven never get old or develop holes. Your treasure will be safe. No thief can steal it and no moth can destroy it. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. You know, if we keep our treasure, if we build our kingdom, our kingdom wins. You know, we build up a treasure for ourselves. We build up a kingdom for ourselves. But 70, 80, 90 years down the track, we're out of here. We don't take the treasure with us. Then what happens to my treasure? But when I sow into his kingdom, something happens that's eternal. My treasure doesn't rot or destroy. It doesn't run out. It's an eternal treasure in heaven. And wherever my treasure is, there my heart will be also. If my treasure is just focused on my kingdom, on my concerns, on my needs, then that's where my heart will be also. But when I sow my treasure into his kingdom, then my heart will be in his kingdom. I want to live in his kingdom. I want to live for his purposes. I want to live for his concerns. You know, right after Jesus and Peter had this exchange where Jesus kind of really got into Peter there, it says this in verse 24, Then Jesus said to his disciples, Look, if any of you want to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try and hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of his Father in heaven and will judge all people according to their deeds. And I tell you the truth, some standing here right now will not die before they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. It's like Jesus is saying here, don't just focus on building your kingdom. Give up your life. Building Jesus' kingdom, sowing into his kingdom is a, is a life of generosity. It's a life of giving. It's a life of giving up, and it's not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. But we don't do easy. We step out in faith, and we make a difference in the world. It's having a heart to give, to sow, to not just live for myself, but to live for his kingdom. And I love, I've heard Pastor Jack say many times that the debt we owe to God is payable to man. In Romans 13, 8, owe nothing to anyone except your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you'll fulfill the requirements of God's law. I want to be generous and give to others. Give into God's kingdom, sow into his kingdom, put my treasure there so my heart will follow. My heart, it can so easily get caught up in my kingdom, in my concerns. But when I give, when I sow, my heart is drawn to his kingdom. 
So we need to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. To give, to place our treasure in his kingdom. And thirdly, I believe we need an exchange of our burden for his burden. What's your concerns? What are your burdens? Maybe it's worry, anxiety, fear, stress. Maybe there's relationships which are burdening you. Or lack of provision, you're struggling to make ends meet. Health burdens, heartache, depression. And ultimately our greatest burden is that of salvation. But here's what Jesus said in Matthew eleven twenty eight to thirty. Then Jesus said, "Come to me, all you who all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Take for my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light." See, we need to have an exchange. Jesus doesn't say, look, I'm going to ignore your kingdom and your concerns if you just focus on mine. No, Jesus says, come and bring your concerns to me. Bring your worries, your fears, your anxieties, your burdens. Bring them to me and make an exchange. If you care about my kingdom, I'll look after yours. How amazing is that? And yet we just want to hold on and we're so concerned about what concerns us. And it's so hard for us to let go. But Jesus, he he asks us, he says, come to me. And he doesn't leave us just carrying nothing. He gives us his burden. You see, I might bring him my stress. But I turn that around and I want to help others find salvation. I bring him my hurts and I can help others find healing. I bring him my negativity and I can help provide for others' needs. What are you going to bring Jesus today? See, it's so hard to take on the kingdom cause. It's so hard to pick up his burden when all we're doing is carrying and holding on to our burdens. When we're concerned about what matters to us and when our arms are full and Jesus is offering, he said, here, bring it to me. Look, just take on what I want, you, I want you to look after. I'll take the heavy stuff for you. And yet we hold on. But in living for others, in living for his cause, it saves us. It helps us because we lay our burdens onto him and we pick up his burden. What an exchange. That's a pretty good deal. It saves me, it changes me, and it helps me. So if we want to be concerned about Jesus' kingdom, about what matters to him, about his cause. Let's pray, your kingdom come, your will be done. Let's take time to, to give and to sow into his kingdom, to place our treasure in his kingdom, not just sow into my kingdom. And let's have an exchange of his burden for mine. I'm going to invite the team to come this morning. So what concerns you? What burdens you this morning? Which kingdom is going to win out in your life? Are you going to build your kingdom and and focus on your kingdom? Or are we going to step out in faith and focus on his kingdom? There's this scripture that sums it up so well in Luke 12, verse 29 to 32. 
Jesus says this, Don't be concerned about what to eat and what to drink. Don't worry about such things. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers all over the world. But your Father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and He will give you everything you need. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your Father great happiness to give you the kingdom. Seek His kingdom. Everything else, that'll get taken care of. I pray that today that we could have an exchange. Praying, giving, that's something you can take from here and you can do. Pray day in and day out. God, your kingdom come. Your will be done. Pray for the needs of others. Pray for those that we support around the world. Give, you are an incredibly giving church. Your generosity, it seems to know no bounds. But let's keep giving. Let's not grow weary in doing good. But I pray right here, right now, that we could have an exchange. Maybe today you've walked in carrying heavy burdens, worry, fear, anxiety, depression. Jesus' concerns is that the oppressed would be set free, that you would be set free. Jesus' concerns that those who carry heavy burdens would come to him and would find life, that the hungry would be fed, that the thirsty would receive water. Maybe today you're here, you're carrying burdens, and it's time for an exchange. I invite us all to stand here. And today is a day of exchange. Take on His cause. Let's concern ourselves with His kingdom. But bring your burdens to Him. Can I ask you to close your eyes and bow your heads? Where are you this morning? What concerns you? What is burdening you? Bring it to Jesus. It can overwhelm us. It can weigh us down, but bring it to Him. And take on His yoke, for it's light and it's easy. I want to pray for you. If you're here today, you're carrying heavy burdens. You're feeling weighed down, overwhelmed, overcome. If that's you, no one's looking around. Just raise your hands to heaven right now. Across this room. And let's pray. Let's bring our burdens to Jesus. Jesus, you see every heart here. You know our concerns, you know our burdens, you know our fears, our anxieties, our worries. Lord, the things which are overwhelming us, we bring them to you. We lay them at your feet. I pray that you come and you bring healing. You bring wholeness. Lord, where there's chains holding us back, Lord, I pray they'd be broken in the name of Jesus. Lord, you would come and you would minister to each and every heart today. But Lord, don't let us go from this place empty. We want to take on your concerns. We want to take on your burden. I pray you'd help us to go from this place and live for your kingdom come, that your will would be done in our lives, Lord, and in the nations. Help us not to focus on ourselves, Jesus, but Lord, to bring everything to you and live for your kingdom, Lord. We love you, Jesus.